anymore because my hair doesn't look pretty. I'm not pretty. Oh, That's what she said. And, and I know it's kind of like a small thing and it's, you know, you know maybe it's just hair, but it, it really kind of just set this alarm bell off in my head because she's four and a half years old yep. and for her to reference something about herself, you know, physically that's not positive in her mind, yep. just, it's just, it did, did something to me. I don't know, like it's so young. Yeah, I, she can't be having those thoughts. I just want to know, like, is it something that we've done, if we've said that we've missed, is, has it been on the TV, has it been in a song at school? Is it their social influence around them? That why are they even say why is she even saying something like this? You know what's interesting, and I always think about this with my daughter, and I look at I've got two boys, mm. is always with a little girl, and I've been guilty of this myself. Oh, that looks pretty. That dress is lovely. Yeah. You know, or your hair. Yeah. And I reckon I've been guilty at times without even realizing mm. that I'm talking about appearance or oh, you look beautiful this morning. But my boys, I don't go, geez, you look handsome. I just go, come here, you little yeah. bag, or yep. hey, well done. That's really you true. Did something. But her, I think it's almost a conditioned feeling in society mm. that with girls, everyone, it's sort of you look like this or something, but boys, you did this. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. No, you're I right. I feel that sometimes. But it's just well, like, what do you do? Sarah, obviously what we're talking about has resonated with you. What's happened? Absolutely. And thanks for having me, guys. And I just want to say to Erin, thank you so much for asking this question because mm. I haven't had a chance to tell this story. Thanks, um, Sarah. I have sons, so yeah. I don't have um, daughters. And I know that it must be so much worse for girls out in the world. But my son is three. We took him to the hairdresser last week. Um, yep. He has a tiny little scar on his cheek. Mm. Um, from scratching himself when he was a baby. Mm, yeah. And he was looking in the mirror and then he turned to me and whispered, Mummy, does everyone hate me because of my scar? <gasps> oh, he's three? Oh, my God, He's Sarah. three, yeah. And so we don't talk about it with him. Um, oh. I just rub some vitamin E cream into his cheek every night and mm. just say, oh, it's winter, you know, let's get your cheeks moisturised. And I had no idea that he even knew that it was there. Sarah, hearing that from your son who's three, how did that make you feel? I felt absolutely sick and I think I didn't do a very good job initially. I just kind of stared at him in shock mm. and then I kind of just said, oh, no, buddy, um, you know, you've got such a beautiful smile. You make people happy when you smile and that's all that we notice when we look at you. Oh. Oh. Sarah, I can't God. even comprehend how a three-year-old has that thought about a scar and whether mm. people wouldn't like him. I just, I don't even know how that, that evolves or it gets to that point. It's mind-boggling, and I think we need to give kids a little bit more credit for how aware you know they are yeah. of their own bodies and then how aware they are of other people's bodies as well. Sarah, that is a great call. Thank you so much. Chelsea from Seaford Rise. Chelsea, thanks so much mm. for calling in. What's your story? Thanks for having me, and Erin, I completely understand how you feel. I have uh, four daughters, and my yeah. now 18-year-old, when she was six, developed anorexia. Chelsea. So, yeah, um, we would sit at meals and she'd cry over her food oh. and refuse to eat. And um, we found desk drawers stashed full of food that she was supposed to be taking to school. Mm. Um, but she was stashing before she went to school or she'd throw it out at, at the school in the bin. And um, it was because one other girl in her class was calling her fat. Oh, Chelsea. And hey. she is a stick and yeah. always has been an absolute stick. Chelsea, Sorry. What, what were some of the early warning signs that you noticed that there was a problem? And what age was that? So when she was probably about six and a half or probably about halfway mm. through the school term, mm. she would, she would, we'd put dinner in front of her and she'd just cry. I don't like oh. it. I don't want it. 
and then she'd go to her room and she wouldn't wouldn't touch her food. So from that, we sort of started further investigating what was going on. And then, yeah, we sort of went through her bedroom when she was at school one day and found all the food that we'd been giving her for school, just rotting away um, mm. and biting, yeah. So she's good now. Mm. Um, she has a much better relationship with food now, but it did take a long time. We would have to sort of sit with her for hours and force her to eat, um, really reassure her that there was nothing wrong with her body, that mm. she was, you know, perfectly fine the way she was. Mm. Um, we had to have her class teacher watch her um, at lunchtimes to make sure she was eating before she went out of the classroom. Um, and we'd have to do things like make sure she wasn't mm. going to the bathroom straight after eating. Chelsea, that must be so heartbreaking. I and mean, you just feel completely helpless. Yeah, you do. Because how do you explain that to a six-year-old whose friend, someone they think is their friend, is telling them that they're not good enough, that they're fat, that they're, you know, that they're not this perfect image that Mm. we pray girls to be? Charles, do you know, when we were talking about this and started a few minutes ago talking about I was thinking about all these social media Mm. influences and, you know, sexualisation on video hits and all this Mm. stuff. But now Mm -hmm. I'm thinking hearing your story and then, you know, what Erin said... It's happening way before that. They haven't even got oh, to yeah. those screens. This is happening just from language mm. or role model or whatever it is. It's, mm-hmm. geez, it's frightening. Yeah, that all wasn't really around when she was yeah. in school. Um, it was sort of only just beginning. And, yeah, but it's everywhere. It's, yeah. it's yeah. in the cartoons. Even the, you know, the yeah. cartoons, the girls have the yeah. pretty bows in their hair. That's or true. You know, so it's, mm. it's in everything that we see yeah. and that our girls are seeing. No, Chelsea, thank you so much for the call and uh, obviously to Sarah before for feeling really, you know, feeling like you can share these stories is so, so important, Soda. Erin Phillips and Soda in the morning. Adelaide's number one breakfast show. Mix 102.3.